0: Listening to After Daycare Drop Off, the podcast for working moms like you and like me. Today I'm talking with Libby. She's an analyst working for a real estate investment trust. She's married and has one beautiful daughter. Let's talk with her. Hello. Hi, Libby.
1: Hi, Natalie. How are you?
0: I'm wonderful. Thanks for joining me. Yeah. Thanks so
1: much for having me.
0: Of course. So first things first,
1: what is your beverage of choice tonight? Tea, water, or otherwise? (laughs) I know it's not super exciting, but I'm going with a trusty Diet Coke tonight. I uh, returned from a work trip earlier this evening, so I needed a little caffeine boost. So, so how oh, will you get to sleep then? Um, well, I have a couple things to do before I go to bed tonight, so I could use it. <laughs> there you go. What about you? What's your drink of choice?
0: Well, I've talked about it before and people are going to get tired of me. It's certainly not an ad, although I would be happy to be a brand <laughs> representative for pretty much most boxed wine companies, um, but it's the, I'm on the last, last tap of the um big house pinot noir.
1: Ah, oh, nice. Yeah.
0: And it's called big house because like the big house, like jail. Um, and depending on what I <laughs> you know what style of wine it is, it is a um there's a gangster on it. And oh picture, nice. Yeah, And the whole story. So this one's so one, entertaining. Yeah. So you learn, you learn a little bit about history. <laughs> and it's, like, obscure ones, not, like, you know.
1: Just yeah, no one Al- wants a boring criminal, right? Yeah, not the
0: Al Capone ones. Like, we want yeah. the real weird ones. So tell me about your work travel. I know we've talked before, and you said that you travel for work. Um, and, of course, I'm going to ask about a little bit more about your career stuff. But tell me about your trip and what that li- what that is like traveling with a little one at home.
1: Yeah, so uh, my company is actually not headquartered here in town. So I go to uh, the headquarters once per month, and I travel to different conferences and industry events probably another time per month. So I love having the opportunity to travel from my job. Like I said, it's typically one or two times per month for one or two nights at a time. So it's pretty reasonable and doable. They're normally spread out um, throughout the month. And I won't lie to you, the first time I have an almost two-year-old daughter named Claire. And my first trip after having Claire came when she was only about three months old. And it was tough. I mean, I cried the entire way to the airport. I needed to just get it out and then pull myself together. Um, and I still get sad when I leave her. And, um, you know, I find myself, like, looking at photos and videos on my phone while I'm away. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, sometimes I do that on a regular work day too, when I'm only gone from her for a couple hours. So it just happens. <laughs> but
0: did you return I mean, to work after maternity leave? And pretty much that was right away when you had to
1: travel? I did. Yeah. So I started, I started a new job right after maternity leave. So that involved some traveling. Wow. That's pre- that's pretty brave. Yeah. But you know, I made the commitment to be a working mom and that is just, part of my gig, and I understood that going in, so it's just part of my job requirement, sure. and um, I mean, there are some plus sides, like full nights of uninterrupted hotel bed sleep, like <laughs> not rolling over to look at the monitor or filling a cup of milk at, like, one in the morning, Yeah. so sometimes there are perks to being away, even if I do miss my family.
0: See, I have to admit something here, because it was a few months ago. And I of course gave this hotel company full credit for being amazing on Facebook where, you know, all truth lives. Yeah. Um, but I had just a day work conference like in town, very close to my house. Um, and I was like, sweet, it's going to be near home. I can leave a little early. Won't that be great? Free lunch. Um, the organization I work for is very particular on not even accepting like a coffee from anybody. So there's a conference that's fair game. I can have, I can have lunch. So this is a big deal. So I go there and I talked to the front desk person. I said, Hey, I'm here for this conference. Do you have a private space to pump? Because at that point in still now I'm pumping and I was expecting like whatever they give their employees. Right. Right. No, they gave me a full guest room. And, wow. Yeah. And this was the Marriott. And I know my parents are always like, I love the Marriott and have like the Marriott rewards card. And like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I understand now. So they gave me a full guest room. And I was like, dude, I'm going to take a nap. I will take a nap. <laughs> and so, you know, we have breaks within the conference and I go up there to do my business and everything. It was wonderful because with a whole guest room, you have a sink and access to, you know, water and cleaning your stuff. And, you know, yeah comfortable place yeah I I seriously like a couple naps so this whole overnight no waking up that is attractive because you've talked before a little bit about how you thought that babies stopped waking up in the middle of the night and that's not been the case for you right they don't well mine doesn't (laughs) and that's the one you care about because that's the one that's in your house (laughs) right (laughs) so how often is she up then
1: um She, well, it just depends. Every night is different. I think that's been the hard part is there's no rhyme or reason or pattern of what she does before bed or how what time she goes to bed. So every night is different. Sometimes it's just like a quick, I need some more milk. Sometimes it's like, let's play for an hour, which is not fun. Oh, my. So, yeah, there have been um, multiple nights that I've crawled into her crib with her. And I have no shame in admitting that. <laughs> If she lays down, then I can just fall right to sleep too. <laughs> there you go.
0: Well, she's probably got like the crib railing down, right?
1: Um, no, not yet. So we're we're both
0: caged in. Oh goodness. <laughs> Have you it's ever woken funny. up and not realized where you were
1: and got a little startled? Not necessarily not remembering where I am, but just like super cramped up. <laughs> like I need to straighten out my legs right now. <laughs> right. So take me back. I know you work for
0: a real estate investment trust and tell me if I'm wrong, is the acronym pronounced REIT? Yes. REIT. Okay. So not what your brain thinks it's going to be, but (laughs) it's like, so in your analyst role, what does that entail?
1: Yeah, sure. So I've been working in the re industry now um, for a publicly traded company for the past seven years, and I am on the investment team as an analyst. So, um, as a real estate investment trust, we are purchasing a portfolio of buildings at any given time um, and then managing those um, over an extended period of time, too. And so, my role as an analyst is to help evaluate. Uh, the buildings that we want to purchase and the markets we want to be in. And also involved in that is kind of monitoring the trends that are happening um, in our industry, which it's the healthcare industry. So keeping up with big systems and whatnot.
0: Nice. So do you have like target returns that you've committed based on your purchases? And that's kind of what you're projecting is what can we get out of this based off of how long we're planning on being in it?
1: Yeah, so we're long term holders of real estate. So we go in with the intent of we're always going to be owning this building. So we want to make sound investments up front. And we really dive in to understand the real estate and the tenants that are in the buildings and the leases. So it's it's intensive, but we want to make sure we're making good investments. Right.
0: Now, in healthcare buildings, are you saying like this is an office building where various physicians and providers would be leasing space to do their business. Yep. That's exactly right. Okay. We have, it seems like that is the main thing that's in any like office park anymore. And I wonder if it's just because maybe we're just living forever. So we just need more human maintenance. (laughs) Right. Right. Like car dealerships and body dealerships basically. Right.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's a huge aging population that need taken care of. People are living longer. There's, it's amazing what you can do with medicine. So I don't think it's an industry that's going to go away or shrink at any time. Yeah. If, I think if it does, then we're all having problems. <laughs> right. We should all be concerned. <laughs> right.
0: So you've been in it for about seven or so years. Um, and I understand you were in a different industry before somewhat. How did you transition into REIT and was it the, analyzation of these buildings and stuff. Is that the part that made you curious or is it just investing in general or what?
1: Yeah. um, So I wasn't one of those people that went to college or got a degree in finance or investment or real estate. Mm -hmm. My undergrad degree was actually in exercise science. And so it's just really funny how career paths just find you, so to speak. So, um, The opportunity really just came forward at my um, first job out of college, had nothing to do with finance or investments. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of entered in at an entry level and just really wanted to find a job that was a good fit. And more importantly, where I knew that I could advance and the company wanted to, you know, invest in personal development and advancing. So I definitely found that with um, the company I was at prior to, which is a direct competitor of where I am now, and then certainly with my current company. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely a devil's in the details kind of person. So being an analyst is really right up my alley. I work in Excel a lot, and I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I like Excel, but I am low detail person. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We'd be a good I'm... match then. <laughs> we balance each other's strengths.
0: Right? Because see, my, my team at work, they tease because some of them are like me and don't like the details. So when I come in, I'm like, okay, guys, I got this cool email from this company. What can we, you know, learn from what they're doing? And they're like, Natalie, these people are selling shorts. We <laughs> are in the retirement business. What does this have to do with anything? I'm like, it's fun. Just figure it out. Right, yeah, that's where I come in. Some of them are like, "Uh, "We need more instruction." So (laughs) I can definitely appreciate that attention to detail, which I do not have. So you said that you started this new—I mean, it's not new, new, but you know where you work now, job—shortly after having your daughter, and you did your travel and came back, and of course that was probably pretty emotional. But um, tell me how it was transitioning as a new employee, where you're like. Hi, I'm Libby. I'm new. I also just had a baby. So here's my life.
1: And also, um, where's the pumping room? Yes, that was basically my first uh, day conversation. Um, <laughs> you can't not do it. Right. Yeah. Um I was just really up front and forward, and I um my first contact at the company was another working mom. Um so really having a discussion with her was kind of a game changer for me and made me feel more comfortable because everyone goes in with that initial conversation, like with an awkward stigma around it. And it's silly. And I hate to even say that. Um, but yeah, that's the conversation you have to have. And, you know, everyone is excited when you have a new employee and even more excited when they say that they have a brand new baby and want to hear all about it. So everyone was super welcoming. Um, I will say my industry is really male dominated. So I'm the only female on my team. And a lot of times I am the only female in a meeting or one of only a few in like an uh, industry gathering. Mm -hmm. So at times that can be really intimidating, but I am honestly super fortunate to work with men who are really sensitive to working moms. They have wives, they have daughters, they have friends who are all in the same position that I'm in with wanting to be. And balance like being a rock star career woman and a rock star mom. And so I just can't say enough about the support of colleagues that um help me find like that balance and support me when I need an hour away to go pump or have to leave early to get my daughter from daycare because she's sick, you know? Life happens and
0: And that's huge I- when you have that support at work and it's not like, oh no, she's leaving. It's like, well of course she's leaving. She needs to. Why right. would that's me. Yeah. So did you interview for the position before you had your daughter or was it kind of in that leave time where you snuck in some, some job searching? <laughs> Cause I yeah. remember how exhausted I was. I'm like, man, you have had to put yourself together. Cause I was like full sweatpants, leggings, <laughs> no makeup for three months. Right.
1: The discussions actually happened while I was still pregnant. Um, with, um, actually my current boss was my former boss at my old company. So he moved over and I followed suit. Nice. So the conversation started when I was pregnant and then, um, I had more conversations when I was on maternity leave a little more seriously because they knew my return to work was approaching. And so then I interviewed, um, after I had Claire and, you know, just started about three months later. So, It, the timing all worked out really well. It was like a fresh perspective on life as a new mom, fresh job. Everything is new and scary and crazy and let's just get with it. Yeah. That sounds like you did it pretty smoothly though. I, I think it actually went, I mean, there, gosh, there have been so many speed bumps and hiccups along the way, but you just go with it and learn from it. (laughs) Yeah. There's no
0: other option really. Right. (laughs) So, um, I know that you have, at least in the past, um, done some other things, one of which is being a cheerleading coach.
1: Yep. Is that something you are still doing? I am not. So fun fact, I met my husband through coaching college cheerleading and, um, I was the head coach and I acquired him as an assistant coach. And then a couple years later I married him. So that's how we met. That's a good strategy. <laughs> I know, yeah, it worked in my favor. <laughs> um, so when we got married and decided to have kids, we knew that um, you know college athletics is very much nights and, and weekends. So we knew that if we were both going to work full time, that we couldn't maintain us both coaching. So I had the decision and made the decision that I would be the one to stop coaching. So actually, he's still involved in that aspect of it, um, and I've stepped back. and um, There's a whole kind of learning curve with going from being that kind of crazy busy to the different kind of crazy busy with a little one. Um, and I miss it. And I am still involved in, um, you know, very little ways now, but um, yeah, I miss it and I'm sad, but I love the time I get with, with my little one. Of course. Exchange.
0: Well, especially since he's still involved, you can kind of get that taste and like less of the responsibility and time commitment.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. You hit the nail on the head. Right.
0: But you do have what I would call, (laughs) at least for me, an impressive amount of motivation to work out and stuff for yourself. (laughs) I I feel like there's a gene and maybe it's people like you who are detail-oriented people and just have that kind of drive that some people are just wired to have that commitment. They're like, nope, it's 530. I'm getting up. We're going to work out. And that's what it is. So tell me. A little bit about what you found works for you and if you have had a moment to reflect at all and say
1: gee what what is it that gets me out of bed uh yeah there it's yeah I mean it stinks to wake up early and go to the gym before work but sometimes it's just what has to happen so I've um I've honestly really always kept a pretty active lifestyle I also I cheered in college and kind of after college it was like shoot I'm not being that active anymore I need to like really make the decision to do this now instead of just because of practices or whatever and right it's kind of continued on and I feel like I, part of it is just figuring out what works for me so I don't mind getting up early um so I'm kind of that annoying early bird and like the mornings um <laughs> so I get it done before work and I prefer going to group classes so I don't really have to think about what I'm doing especially when it's early in the morning so that's what I do like is it awful sometimes when my alarm goes off at five thirty? Yeah. And do I skip every now and then and just stay snuggled in my bed? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I don't really beat myself up, myself up over just missing a day here and there. And part of it really for me is just, I recognize how much happier I am when I get a good sweat in. So I try to make it a priority and I'm probably a better wife, better mother, better employee. Cause I'm, some of it is like getting really anxious energy out and just feeling better about myself. So I don't know necessarily if it's a gene that you're missing, but maybe you should, maybe you should set your alarm for 530 one day and see what happens. Well, see, that's the thing. It is
0: already at 530. Oh, dang. <laughs> I, know, I can't I'm, go I'm, any uh, earlier. I don't think you should do that. No. Well, I keep doing that. And my husband and I have talked like, we need to get a different alarm. And I pull up these crazy alarms that are like, it goes off and then it flies off your dresser and you have to like chase it down for it to turn <laughs> off, which sounds terrible. But I'm like, well, I would, I would be up because we just right. use our phones and it's and- so easy to just snooze it. Um, yeah, but we're already up so early because my husband has to be at work at seven. So oh. the, when he used to work somewhere else where he ha- could be at work at like a normal time, like eight, eight thirty. um, we did do the morning workout stuff, and it was awesome, but now I kind of backtrack the schedule, and it's like, well, then I'd have to get up at 4 four thirty. 30. I know. And
1: by the end of the day, you're just so exhausted, and yeah. you've been snacking all day. I don't know if that's everyone, but that's me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. just not digging a workout at night. I know. So
0: I'll figure something out, but I'm just like, man, theoretically, you should be able to find 30, 40 minutes in
1: the day, but... But there's a season for everything, and sometimes you just <laughs> can't do it all. Right, right. So, so good.
0: I think I lost you there. Oh, I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> so, we talked a little bit about working out and kind of your routine and dedication to that, but you also told me before about picking out your outfits for the week. Now, is that just you or you and Claire or what is that?
1: It is me and Claire. And it's been a game changer, Natalie. It's been, so I always pick out, I've done this since like high school. I always pick out my outfit the night before and set everything out. Like sometimes I change it the day of, and make a game day decision, but I always at least have everything out, like down to like what tank tip I'm wearing and socks and all of that sitting out. And so, and I, and now I'm really just to like picking my own outfit out the night before. Mm -hmm. But for Claire, I've gotten in the habit of every Sunday, I pick out her outfit every day for that whole week and just kind of set it in a big pile. So it's not like this morning rush of where's she going, what's she doing, what's she going to wear? I've kind of like put some thought into like, she's going to daycare. She might get a little messy if this outfit gets thrown away, whatever, versus maybe she has something fun planned and. So it sounds really OCD because I am a little OCD, but <laughs> it's actually been a really good time saver in the mornings when you're just trying to like scurry and get out the door, you know?
0: See, I've done that a few times, like before, like fr- this Friday, for example, we have a board meeting. So I'm like, okay, I know I have to be like full fancy for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like I'll normally set out in my closet the things for that meeting because that's full like business attire versus day-to-day's business casual. Right. So do you have, like, kind of a go-to uniform, whether it's, like, blazer and pants or you dresses, or is there something like that that kind of helps you, too? Or is it just the setting it out is the key?
1: Yeah, just really for me, setting it out is key. I mean, there are days that I have to be a little dressier than others, but most of the time I have kind of a standard, like, dress, pants, top, and a sweater kind of kind of uniform so to speak right
0: and see my husband wears you know a standard like embroidered company logoed shirt and pants so it's just like which of the three colored tops (laughs) the three colored bottoms so it's pretty straightforward
1: yes that's exactly how our house is too yeah
0: so he has like a uniform per se but I think I just need to get my act together and just set it out Because it really, I'm sure it doesn't take that long, maybe 20 minutes max, if you're really thinking about it hard.
1: Right. Yeah. And you kind of already have probably some, like, go-to outfits that you recycle. And you're like, this is good and cozy and, yeah, I know
0: it looks cute already. I sometimes wonder, I'm like, do people I work with notice that I wore this outfit last week or do they, (laughs) like, not care at all?
1: If I just switch out a necklace, will it make a difference? I don't
0: I really doubt that they they notice at all because there's people I work with that I'm like I know you wore that on Monday and it's Friday it looks clean I'm not worried about it but I do notice because if someone has a nice shirt on I'm always like hey that color looks great on you or you know just something like that yeah it really just took
1: your compliment to heart yes for (laughs) sure (laughs) and then
0: if someone's like you know they look like they got their haircut to me, and I'm like, Oh, did you get your haircut? And they're like, No. I'm like, okay, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> you must have just washed it. I don't know. That's right. Bye. That's <laughs> just trying to be nice.
1: <laughs> so, funny.
0: we talked a little bit about your time saving stuff that you like to do and kind of ha- how you handle the travel and all sorts of things like that. But, um, what is it that You know, when's that pocket of time that you and your husband have for each other, especially since doing the travel thing, the mystery bedtime for Claire.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's been like the biggest. Did I hit on
0: something hard? I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: that is that is a hard topic. No, just kidding. Um, it's really like maybe the nights he does not have practice we have like an hour after Claire goes to bed before I want to go to bed and the nights he does maybe a half hour to just catch up on on life and part of it is setting some intentional date nights um Mm -hmm. and really like using that time and a lot of times our date nights are really just dinner and good conversations so I think a lot of times our quality Quote unquote, quality time is spent like catching up and talking about logistics and the day and so a lot of times date nights help us to really talk about you know future goals and what we want to do for our next vacation and more of the fun or, and or serious stuff but um I don't know about you but sometimes I feel like the better mom I am the worse wife I am so it's hard it is hard um, so, I think date night sometimes helps to balance that out a little bit, but um, it's definitely a balancing act and something that I, I feel like I could always do a better job of. Yeah.
0: Like for us, we'd always kind of been adamant of kind of ignoring the, what I would say is an old school thought of like, don't bring a baby out, they'll get sick. It's like, she's not, I'm not like rubbing her body on like a dirty, <laughs> you know, chair. Like, what do you think is going to happen? So even when she was (laughs) pretty little, we would make sure to take her out with us because we're like, no, we want her to understand how to act in public and teach her manners. And, you know, we like to go out to eat, you know, obviously not every time it's like something fancy, but like, we like to go out to eat and do things and, you know, she's coming with us. So for sure, in a way it's, I wouldn't say it's the worst but we've just like oh of course she's coming to dinner with us and it's made it that much easier to not be like wait we should see if someone can babysit so she can you know do her thing with whoever's babysitting her and we can do our own thing
1: right yeah involving her in it and and I sometimes the people who wait to take their kids out are just super frazzled and intimidated so I think probably taking them from the beginning
0: yeah so I think I think we need to do a little better about just asking, hey, grandma, (laughs) because I'm sure the answer would be yes, as long as she's not working or something
1: else. (laughs) For sure. Grandparents always want their grandkiddos. Now, did you
0: notice like back whenever you and your husband were considering starting a family and, you know, anticipating that that was going to be up next, did you find yourself like I don't know, taking any trips or making sure you went out to places that definitely are not kid friendly a little more often or.
1: Like a bucket list of sorts?
0: Yeah, I mean, not, <laughs> not. I mean, or if you had an actual list, like that would, I would love to know about that, but.
1: I know that you're surprised that I'm going to be surprised about this, but I didn't have a list about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, I think that we tried to be like, especially with the coaching together, we were really like cognizant of like all the cool opportunities that we had traveling and whatnot with that, but we're on the same boat as you. Like if we're going somewhere, then I have no issue taking a child with us. We're on a vacation. Yep. She can come, you know, I just want to be able to do stuff as a family still. And there are obviously certain places that aren't meant for a toddler to go, but, um, and we get sitters. I mean, every now and then definitely to do things like that. But I feel like I, we didn't change up our life completely just because we had a baby, you know, like right. we didn't hole up with a itty bitty newborn and we still got out and did stuff. And I feel like that helped us transition too to not just like go, being at speed a thousand to zero. Yeah. When a baby.
0: Well, I mean, that's unfortunate too, because like, it would completely suck to kind of separate yourself from things that you like. And in a way, it could cheat your kid out of experiencing stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. He's going to get
0: older. You see, one of the things that we used to do, and we kind of reminisce, we're like, that was nice, <laughs> is like we would meet up after work at this brewery we were like. And um, it was so fun because we'd meet up because on Thursdays or whatever day it was they would always have like a new release beer because they would do like small batches of things. Yeah. But it was always exciting to try the new whatever and we'd each get a couple beers. They'd normally have like a food truck outside. So we'd get kind of like a snack or share a slice of pizza or something. And then we would drive home and then go about our evening. And that's one of the things I'd say I definitely miss is <laughs> just that flexibility of let's just meet up real quick after work. Cause it wasn't a full on date, but it was at least
1: a nice time.
0: Yeah. To decompress and just kind of talk. And you know, yeah. once you get home, it's like, okay, well now I need to throw this in the laundry and do this thing. And we have, we have two dogs. So it's like, all right, they're going to go out in the yard. They're going to get muddy. And then it's got to clean up the <laughs> whole thing. And then it's nine right. o'clock.
1: Yeah. I mean, you bring up a good point. Like we, there's so much you take for granted. Like when was the last time you were like, I'm going to run out real quick. And you just grabbed your keys and left because (laughs) now it's like, I forget now it's going to take me 20 minutes to get everything together, but we're going. I know. (laughs) Well, it's so funny because
0: um, I'll preface this and say everybody was okay. But I got in my first actual car accident like a month ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. One of those, like we all are going and then we all stop really fast and I didn't stop fast enough. Um, (laughs) So we were carpooling for a little bit and it was kind of incredible because like I said, he has to be at work early Our sitters off our sit- office our sitters house. Cause she goes to an in-home, um, daycare opens at seven. So he had to kind of accept that he was going to be a little late until I got my car back, which was at yesterday. Um, <laughs> Oh, finally. Yeah. Right. Really? I know. So, um, It was kind of incredible because it was like, oh, I actually can get ready and leave at like, (laughs) let's be real. It was more towards seven when we actually left the house. But it was like, okay, I guess I can. And then today, no, I got out of the house at like 7.50. I was like, what happened? (laughs) Was it the pressure of having to leave because we all had to take the happy family down the road or whatever?
1: But Right. How great was it to have that time in the morning together, even if it was just like a brief car trip?
0: Yeah. And it was kind of funny because, like, I'm going to want to talk in the morning, right? Shocker. Right. right. And he's, like, listening, and then just the radio gets louder. I'm like, turn it down. He's like, <laughs> I don't want to talk. So I'll tell you, I'm all up to speed on the sports talk radio and all of that good stuff based off of this. I know all the characters on the show. Um, he's really. Yes. Yeah. He's really into. The... now. Pardon? You're kind of invested in it now, right? Yeah, and I'm like, what's the deal with Smitty? What's the deal with these people? <laughs> He's totally into this barstool radio. Oh uh, yeah, and they're very like I'm trying to explain it, but it's like they're f- full octane, super aggressive, like everything's like raw about any topic. Like there's no yeah, kind of casual. No, it's just full, full on all the time. And yeah, man, it stresses you out
1: they're intense.
0: So tell me about vacationing with the kid, because like I was saying, you know, before we decided, okay, we're going to have, try to have a baby and all that good stuff. We kind of did say, okay, we're going to make sure we we go out and we made, it wasn't like, here's a list, but we, it seems like we stayed out later than we had before. So it's like, why are we out till two in the morning? Like, that's dumb, but (laughs) we did. It was fun. Um, going to, you not major concerts, but, like, local concerts and yeah, like that. And kind of getting out and trying new restaurants and stuff. And that's kind of what we like to do anyways. But our last couple of vacations before we had our daughter, there was a couple of places we went. We are like, this would be a good place for kids. And my husband was kind of like, what? Are you, what are you talking about? I'm like, just making a mental note. So we've taken her on a weekend trip um to a friend's child's birthday in Pennsylvania so it was like oh gosh how's this car ride going to go which it went amazing she was fantastic and we stayed in a hotel but it wasn't really like let's explore a town or go to the beach or like a long time at a location so yeah tell me what you guys have found to be a fun place to go or kind of logistics on how that worked cuz we drove. We didn't do flying. We haven't forayed into that.
1: Yeah. You're I feel like you're more brave for driving than flying. Um <laughs> I feel like entertaining a young child in a car for that long is really hard work. Did you have to sit in the back seat with her? No, we'll see. So
0: we're in Indianapolis and what we did was she roughly can sleep for 2 hours like for a nap time. Yeah. So we had plotted it out that we are going to make it to Columbus, Ohio. And we stayed the night, um, with my aunt, uncle who lived there. And that was super fun. Um, yeah. And so that was nice to kind of spend some time with them. Just the four of us, well, five, including my daughter, but like the four adults, especially because normally it's like Christmas or Thanksgiving and crashed with them. And then, um, did the next day and kind of broke it up as far as like naps are concerned with once you get towards like Pennsylvania, there's those travel plazas where it's not like you have to get on the full exit right to, go on to you know, the cross street from the highway. It's just like a little oasis off to the side with yeah. gas and, you know, Sabaro pizza type places and Starbucks and all that. Um, so she was pretty happy miraculously. Um, and then we got there and stayed in a hotel. And then on the way back, we came back to Columbus and stayed with one of my girlfriends and her husband. And then the rest of the leg. And so, oh. yeah, we planned it out. And the town where they live, or where our friends live, which is our final destination, is not really convenient to, like, an airport. And just the expense of a, of plane tickets would have been silly. Cause you'd have had to fly and then get a rental car. Right. And so it was like, we're just going to do it. And yeah, my husband was so nervous, but after we got done, we're like, she did amazing. Like, I feel a little bad for being so worried. <laughs> I was like, sorry, honey.
1: Yeah. You underestimated her, but I think it probably helped that you had so many stops along the way and yeah. broke up the trip a little bit. And
0: there were people we knew it wasn't like, here's a hotel. And then another hotel. Right. But she did great. And the hotel was like, we brought the pack and play and at that point she was still using her little noise machine. Now she doesn't need it, but, um, that kind of helped bring the familiarity, but
1: it, it was interesting yeah. being in
0: such a small place together.
1: Yeah. All in the same room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So most of our family trips have been plane trips. Um, we've gone down to Florida a couple times. Um, either to see family or for family vacations um, with kind of my, all my siblings and my parents. Um, The first like trip we took, just the three of us, we went to Boston. Mm -hmm. My husband is a huge Red Sox fan. So um, it was when she had like, just after she turned one, she was just starting to walk and explore a little. And so it's fun to like explore the town and then kind of see it from like a kid's side. So like stopping at random parks or just getting the energy out there. Um, I've taken her on uh, two flights by myself, which has been... That's amazing. Fun. One, she was like two months old, so it was ah! super easy because she slept. <laughs> um, and then uh, actually at the end of this month, we're going to go to Mexico on a little family vacation or I guess the end of next month, in a month. Um, so, I yeah, we... My whole concept is it doesn't matter if you're gone for one day or for 10 days, they need the same amount of stuff basically. Right. <laughs> like yes, how they need so much stuff and it, it gets less and less like kind of the older they get, but it just, <laughs> the, the pack list for them is like double what we need. <laughs> That's like. what I was
0: so... asking about. Like, Oh dang, how are you packing for this trip and how many bags are there going to be? And I suppose when they get older, when they're having more and more like table food as opposed to needing like little pouch snacks,
1: bottles, yeah. yeah, right,
0: a little easier. Because if you forget those, man,
1: <laughs> over. I know. Yeah, it's definitely been so much easier now that she can eat whatever we eat and drink whatever we drink, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, we've we've made do kind of with either um, I've rented car seats. Um, along with my rental car a couple different times. If we're going to be there for a while or or we're in, you know, someone else's car, we've traveled with the car seat and stroller. So I don't know. We've tried some different things and we've gotten a lot of great advice from some of my girlfriends who have traveled with young kiddos before too. So I'm all for getting advice from other people on what I should and shouldn't do with traveling. So I don't know. We don't stray away from it. I feel like it's a good experience for us too, to step out of our comfort zone a little bit and just do it.
0: Yeah. And that's a good thing to mention too, is traveling thinking of, you know, what is a child going to be interested in and in kind of their perspective too? Because I guess I wouldn't have thought about parks and things like that because, you know, I do love a good swing set, but it's unlikely (laughs) I'm going to stop off and do some swings real quick.
1: Yeah. And it just helps them, like, get some wiggles out and, I don't know, gives you, like, a mental break from all the other stuff that you think you want to do while you're there. And I don't know. It's kind of a, it's a fun way to see the city differently, too. Yeah. Especially, like,
0: many shops.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. So. So how long will your
0: Mexico trip be, then?
1: that is five days we're going with my husband's parents and siblings and their kids.
0: That'll be fun though.
1: Yeah, it will be a lot of fun. We're really excited. It's going to be at an all inclusive with all of us there. So I'm excited to spend the time together and obviously like have some sunshine and some beach time. It'll be much needed. That'll be nice. Now are her cousins
0: close in age to her?
1: Uh, There's one. Um, that is just a couple months older than her and the rest are teenagers. So there's a pretty big age gap between the two sets, but thankfully there's another little that'll be there. So they're going to be thick as thieves when they get older. That's for sure. See, my
0: husband's sister um, and her husband have two little girls and they're a few years older than Anna, our daughter. And it has been so cute to see them like, in anticipation of her arrival. And then when she was a baby, um, one of them named her baby doll, Anna. So yes. (laughs) So it's like, it's baby Anna. Like, Oh, this is my baby Anna. And it's been so cute because they, um, my husband's mom watches Anna one day a week. And also she watches the other two girls another day a week. And if there's ever a chance where she's watching them, Um, at our house, it's a whole thing. Like they will demand to be driven to our house, which is like an hour away to come see her. And if, if they don't get to come, it is like the saddest day for them. And they just, it's so cute to see them love on her and like pat her little hand. And now she's starting to stand up and take some steps. And it's just kind of neat for them to be growing up together. It's really sweet. Right.
1: Yeah, and they're her little cheerleader, too, I bet.
0: <laughs> That's I know, so sp- be like, Anna's my best friend. She told me. <laughs> like, ooh, she did. <laughs> yeah,
1: That's I like, didn't know if she could string
0: words together yet. <laughs> I know. She's pretty smart. I'll admit that.
1: <laughs> too cute.
0: Goodness. So I have a few of my, like, classic questions I want to throw your way. I know we've talked about your, um, your job and kind of that perhaps this place has some really good long-term career growth for you. So I want to ask you, what is your career goal for this year?
1: Yeah. So mine is kind of fluffy, I'll say, and I'll explain why, but for the position that I'm in now, I mean, just between the prior job I was at and now where I am now. So I'm really grateful for that. And um, this past year, um, I, you know, I'm, I I took on like a senior type of role. And so I feel happy where I am, like uh, position wise, I'll say mm-hmm. So, really my career goal for 2018 is to just take more chances professionally. So I know that in order for me to grow, I need to really step outside of my comfort zone. And I don't know. So I'm really just trying to actively do that this year. And, and that's not super concrete, but I want to just push myself in new ways and, That means getting really uncomfortable, and I feel like that's where the growth happens. So I'm looking for just growth through taking different chances instead of, like, a really concrete, I want to be an SVP, you know, just something like that. So I'm trying to take more risks. Well, that's not fluffy at all. It just, it's hard (laughs) to measure, but. Well,
0: since you're a detailed person, I bet you would love to measure that. (laughs)
1: I know. But
0: just that kind of initial like, no, it's all right, is, is easy to do as opposed to, sure, and then figure it out later.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my goal. That's huge.
0: Don't discredit that at all. Thank you. Plenty of time for SVP like next year, the yeah. future, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, something like
0: that. <laughs> so thinking of, you know, say you're at work and you get a chance to have lunch with Anybody you want. Who would
1: it be and why? Okay, first of all, I love that you say lunch instead of dinner because there aren't many people that I'd give up an evening away from home for. So for real. You on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe someone, you know, really good. But right. um this one actually really made me think. And um I settled on Reese Witherspoon and for a couple different reasons. So I think she's like a total girls girl. And there wouldn't be a dull moment. But I love what she's done around women in her specific industry. So I don't know if you know the backstory, but she recognized, you know, as a well-known actress that really strong and dynamic women were really rarely depicted in movies or the lead of movies. So instead of really, like, wallowing in that concept, she created her own production company and showcased these stories. So most of them were adapted from books that were written by female authors too so her message is really strong as it relates to being ambitious as a woman and how sometimes that's viewed as a negative trait but really how important it is to pursue ambition and change the industry the conversation the world if you are going big I guess so I just think her energy would be really infectious and her message is really strong and she's mom she's a wife she's adorable and I don't know Reese call me (laughs) I know right We'll, but, we'll
0: tag her and see what she says.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: She'll be like, who are these people? They sound amazing. right." <laughs> uh, no, I love that answer because I'd, I'd known just the basics that she, that was kind of her intent in establishing her production company. And you know how on Facebook these days, like when people directly upload the video, it just starts playing just out of nowhere. Yes. And I caught one of those that was her speech for some sort of awards
1: ceremony. That glamour woman
0: of the year. Yeah, amazing. and I'm, and she's like rightfully so claiming like, and by the way, all of these movies did so well. <laughs> and, I know,
1: yeah. and I love that she's tooting her horn. I want her like, yeah. yes, you go.
0: Yeah, and it's not like, oh, he, yeah, I made, I had enough money, to... therefore we're getting these stories, um, you know, about women out there, good for us. It's like, no, these stories are also interesting and desired and successful, which really drives home the fact that it's not just for show, it's, there are interesting stories people are
1: interested in. Right. Yeah, there's an audience for it. For sure.
0: So we talked a little bit about, you know, just in general, fitting in date night, but what is it you like to do? Is there a certain, like, are you guys, you know, let's say foodies, which... Love and hate that term, but <laughs> or is it like you want to go out and do an activity with your date night? What is it you guys like to do?
1: We do a little bit of everything. A lot of our date nights are really just grabbing dinner somewhere and trying out some different restaurants. We've done some cool different activities like um, like glass blowing um, and making different glass pieces. That sounds both. It was actually like they walked you through it step by step. It was a lot easier than I thought it would be, but it was kind of intimidating to just like you're by that huge fire and so much could go wrong.
0: It's like this could be it's really like... amazing and have a base or we could die.
1: Yeah. 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 So actually it's funny. We did the class uh back in November and we still haven't picked up our glass piece. So we don't even know if it turned out. We had to that's still on the list. To oh do. My God. <laughs> Um, but we're also, what's that? That's another
0: date night, picking it up.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, we're also big into sports. So like, we'll go to some different local or, um, sporting events in Detroit or something. So, um, I, I actually heard something not too long ago of a couple that hired a sitter to watch their kids while the parents napped. And I feel like that was also a genius use of time and money, similar kind of to your hotel experience. So we haven't (laughs) done that yet, but I feel like it could be a good date night. (laughs) That's cute.
0: Okay. last, this is my, this is my mommy question, but so needed. And I promise I'm not just like canvassing for recipe ideas for myself. (laughs) Yes. But tell me your weeknight recipe that takes zero time.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to preface it by saying that I know my strengths in cooking is definitely not one of them. So I tend to go for, like, pasta, like, mac and cheese, tortellini, spaghetti um, on weeknights because it's really quick to pull together when you're, like, multitasking when you get home from work. Um, but when I remember to plan far enough ahead, I'm a big fan of using the crock pot, and I do have one really great and easy crockpot recipe for pulled pork. Mm-hmm. So it's just a couple things, super easy. A five-pound pork shoulder. Mm-hmm. with a, one cut up red onion one cup of root beer and it's all in the crock pot you let it go on high all day long When you get home from the end of the day it's so tender your fork touches it and it pulls apart you just pair it with your favorite barbecue sauce maybe a honey bun and it's just perfect it's so good I'm kind that of sounds amazing it. so um really most days I'm like resorting to Velveeta shells or something because that's you know your strengths right (laughs) that's okay
0: too because see we've been trying harder to you know think ahead of what meal we want because yes we like food but man it is the hardest thing It's like i just need to be not hungry and not (laughs) not eat like a piece of cardboard so somewhere
1: in between there would be great, (laughs) right and like something that doesn't take an hour
0: or create 500 dishes that need washed that's That's the other part I've I resorted to now after dinner, just like abandoning the kitchen and just, you know, breaking out in hives just a little bit about the fact that it's gross in there. <laughs> because right. every time I pick cleaning up and Anna's playing, I get so sad. So I'm like, I missed it. And I hear her giggling in there and you know, you feel left out. Yeah. And, and I have that's, to.
1: that's like a fleeting time to have them this little and this space and yeah, hard to step away though. Yeah. And I have to appreciate my husband, too,
0: because he's been very good about being like, just leave it. Come, you know, come in here. And, you know, I don't know if I thank him enough to say thank you for like getting on me and saying, just leave it and kind of giving me the permission to, you know, not clean up and just let it be messy for a little bit for the sake of an extra 45
1: minutes. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's not going to go anywhere. No, it'll still be there. Unfortunately. know.
0: <laughs> That fairy still does not come and clean up. Every right. day. My beagles don't do it <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's well, funny. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really love catching up with you and kind of picking your brain and hearing your story. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I think that this is really important work that you're doing to really empower women and working moms specifically. I feel like we've had some conversations and we all need better resources and to hear how other people are making it work with, with what they have. So really kudos to you for taking matters into your own hands and starting the podcast. I'm sure that took some time, energy and we're all grateful
0: for it for sure. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. And for sure, um, share it with anybody you think it'd be helpful to, Cause really that's my goal is I either for lack of Google skills or just, being cranky and not feeling like searching anymore but i just want to hear real people and while the famous people are great and what works for them it's i don't see myself being a multi-billionaire with right a nanny nanny. of nannies yeah. and crazy yeah, people right, right. <laughs> so i appreciate that thank you so much yeah all right have a great night
1: all right thanks you too natalie
0: for listening to after daycare drop-off be sure to subscribe to the podcast leave a rating with your comments and check in with us on instagram you can find us at after daycare drop-off all one word be sure to share this podcast with your friends and tag them on instagram to let them know about the awesome conversations we're having with working moms like you and like me until next time i'll see you next tuesday